gonna try to find some like creepy music to put it in there but yeah, uh, yeah. yeah so we've been talking about maybe doing bringing back the midnight owl doing like a conspiracy theory show um we got a whole whack of topics that we want to talk about and i'm kind of curious what are your areas of interest what interests you is it just conspiracy theories um do, are you willing to explore other stuff like do you believe in magic or ghosts? Like, if uh, if we got going on this, we were enjoying it. Would you ever want to go on a ghost hunt or ghost tour in Ottawa? I love that shit so much. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. I like the supernatural. I think supernatural. See, to me, supernatural lands in the same kind of space as like conspiracies because they're like. It, they have an element, like I said, all, everything has an element of truth, right? So that stuff, like I've seen, like sometimes I'll tell you something. I've yeah. never told anybody this. <laughs> this is on the podcast, whatever. <laughs> so I I sometimes, uh, when my wife works nights, especially in the summer because I can sit outside, I'll sit outside and stare like on a clear night and stare for like an hour at the sky. And I've seen some shit. <laughs> like I'm like, that is not a plane. That is not even a, 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 a like a, like a UFO. It's, it, I've like seen like, I don't know. I can't even describe it. Like, like it's like a aura of something. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's crazy. I think if you look hard enough for something, you can always find it. I'm a firm believer of like you can find your truth. Um, you can see truth in in, in anything as long as you look hard enough. Um, but yeah, man, I, I'm telling you, yeah, I'd love to do that. Hundred percent. I've, I don't know how much I believe in any of it. I want to believe, like I want to know that there's like an afterlife. I have had weird experiences. Um, a couple of times when I was living out west, I had the, oh jeez, forget the name of it, but like uh, sleep paralysis. So you wake okay. up. And your body can't move. Now, it's a naturally occurring thing that your body produces a hormone so that you don't sleepwalk, basically. That's why sleepwalkers get up and move around, is they're not producing this thing. But when you wake up and your body's still producing it, you're completely paralyzed. And you can't move or scream. And then there's this shadowy female figure off in the distance like in the corner of the room or at the doorway that's just looking at you and you can't get up and scream you can't move you can't do anything other than acknowledge that like this presence that's just out of eyesight is there it's fucking terrible i hated it so much i hated it 
Oh, like I tried to go without sleeping for a little bit because it was just messing with me. Um, that's I've had that kind of. I think a lot of people have those types of experiences. Yours seems like you at least knew. Like you could tell what the figure is. You have had that, but I could never tell what it was. Oh yeah. Like I've never. I can never see, like. That happened not too long ago. My wife had to wake me up because I knew I could see her like lay next to me. Like I could feel her lay next to me. And the only thing I can make was these like uh, sounds like, uh, uh. but like in my, like my mind, I'm awake. Yeah. Right. And then she had to like wake me up. And I was like, finally, I was like, ah. and I was like, listen, I felt all that. Like I knew you were trying to wake me up. I just couldn't like come to it was, cra- it was the craziest oh experience God. ever. That's amazing. I've had that happen. Yeah. Anyways, but I n- could never tell. And it was always something like there was somebody there looking at me or overlooking, but I could never tell what it was. That's the thing. So it's like it's always something observing you, though, right? Like that's. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. The next area that we could talk about is the cryptozoological. So the creatures that they believe exist, but are just undocumented yet. Like. Lockdown monster, Sasquatch. Is that something that speaks to you? Absolutely. There was. Um, the, the, uh, by the way, I, I told you I love all that kind of stuff. So the, the there's a really cool video I'll send you. It's mm-hmm. on uh, underwater explorations and like what they found when they dug for oil, like when they go down and dig for oil, and what these cameras have caught it would blow your mind some of the pictures uh, oh, who knows if they're real or not but I let's do it that. yeah so there's some uh yeah i truly believe that there's some kind of like we have not although we populated the earth we have not seen everything there's so much out there that we have no clue no. Uh, even on like the smaller like micro microscope level to like things that are probably bigger than a human walking around for sure there's gotta be you you gotta imagine right like it's just the earth is so big and there's so much unexplored and we have been here for a pinprick of time when you look at like the actual timeline of humanity is like a couple hundred thousand years so like for me the the question that i've always wondered and i i hope that we can one day find a conspiracy theory or something along these lines is what what other creatures could have uh, like uh, attained sen- sentience or like had civilizations before humanity popped up? If in five thousand years we get from living basically in huts, like from the time of Christ to now, like it doesn't make sense. <laughs> like yeah. we yeah. there's been life on Earth for billions of years, and we're the only ones that have managed to figure out mathematics. I like I doubt it. I think there's been other civilizations and species along the way that have gotten wiped out over time for sure there's a really good netflix um documentary on um this guy talks about all the unexplained and stuff but there is for the first episode talks about this civilization in indonesia mm-hmm. somewhere and what they've discovered was that this uh, this is by the way on top of a mountain they discovered you know, these, these uh, ruins of like, you know, hundreds of thousands, almost millions of years old, wow. these, these huge blocks, man-made blocks or whatever. But what they found was that 
through all the research that that civilization or whatever that that um you know culture uh, empire that was there or whatever it was um on that mountain uh where they built this thing um that's where the water line was oh wow and it was like kilometers and kilometers inland and on a mountain but that's where the water was so can you imagine what the world has changed i'm, I'm sure like just like you said there's probably civilizations that have been around for probably hundreds of thousands of years millions of years it takes millions of years for something to evolve yeah right so um yeah okay so like the last question before we get into it and we're just going to go back and forth on some of our favorite conspiracy theories after this but i'm kind of curious what has drawn you to conspiracy theories have you uh been into it for a long time is this something new in your life and just what really interests you about conspiracy theories so i think it really started with like like the search for you know like growing up you are in a whatever culture you are you're surrounded by the need to believe in in something you know whether it's you know for me it was like religion like what you know everybody around me was you know um we'd go pray we'd do all these things and then i never understood it like how could all these people truly believe in something that has no evidence no science-based evidence yeah. so as i got older you know i wanted to like got curious wanted to explore and i think that's what really got me into like okay like what is religion based on and then you go back and you do some research and you see all these different conspiracies about like how it was used as a tool to control humanity or man and all that there's just so much there and how they're all based off the same kind of pagan uh, religions. And Which I think crazy. that just took me down the road. Yeah. Oh, it's so crazy. Like, and like, there's a lot of manipulation and stuff that got made up or fit in to, to make one thing. But then there's also like every culture around the world has a flood story. And it's like, well, then there must have been a fucking flood. Like, what the <laughs> hell? Yeah, it's <laughs> buck wild. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was buck wild, and that's and that's the. I think that just kind of got me down the road of like all these things. Like I remember watching, you know, hundreds of YouTube videos and conspiracy videos and all that stuff, reading up on it on the internet. That I think as you get older, you start educating yourself on what's real, and what's not, and like I said, element of truth into something. But they're just so fun to talk about them. I say you know what I mean. At the end of the day, just just like could be wrong, but damn, it's such a good story. Yeah, <laughs> I. I think I'll enjoy talking with you about this because you're coming at it from the same lighthearted way that I am, where like some people seem to get very upset and like they start like if you believe, which I'm not saying I don't believe or do, it's just how do I say this politely? Like sometimes it just it grabs a hold of you and there's a certain level of darkness, like everyone's out to get us or them or this oh, yeah. like thing, and it's like yeah, but you can't control it, and you can go back to the word the day before you found out about this, and you're still gonna be fine. Like you're living in North America, you're yeah. you're doing okay. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I think people always like, you know, sensationalize things, right, to the point where you're like, you know, they're like, "Wow, this is crazy," and some people believe in that. They love that sensation. They love that feeling. Yeah. But, you know, in, in in conspiracy theories, people who who are placing them together sometimes are giving humanity a little too much credit 
you know, like, like I'd be like, really, all those chain of events happened to lead you to believe that that's the conspiracy theory. Okay, are we giving the government too much credit for whatever conspiracy theory you think about? Like, like is it is it like are they that smart? Like they could have they could have they kept it hidden that long, or have they? You know what I mean? There's like I said, element of truth. Some of it's like, yeah, could be coincidence. You're just putting two storylines together to make it fit your narrative. So. They That's can't fill a pothole, but they managed to get all the pieces in place for 9-11. It's yeah. like, I don't know. Maybe 9-11 was just a really terrible tragedy. I don't know. <laughs> it's what I'm saying. Like, you don't really, it's, it's tough to like, like, because, also I think because governments are so like they're ran poorly, like, yeah. like, yeah, we get our streets plowed and we pay our taxes, but like, just think about it. How much? How many times have you procrastinated on a project? <laughs> right? That's just normal. So, like, when it comes to like nine eleven, yeah, maybe the guy that wasn't supposed to go and intercept, maybe he was just a little too slow that day. <laughs> he was not going. He was going. In. That's yeah. why they didn't intercept the plane. You know, yeah. maybe someone didn't believe it. It was so crazy that they wouldn't believe that. You know, that they didn't. You know what I mean? Like maybe the Rothschilds just uh, had their lease up and they decided to move to a different building and that's why they weren't there that day. Like yeah. Coincidence and conspiracy, yeah. I just they play off each other. Yeah. Well, and like you talked about the government workers, like yeah, and uh I believe (laughs) there's also a building in Ottawa. I don't know if this is urban legend or true, but I've I've heard it my whole life that like for all of the completely useless fuck-ups that have just been in the government for too long like the workers there's just a building they send them to to basically play solitaire all day because they're too senior to fire and they're too useless to have out in the real world and i'm like well yeah this is the same government that's gonna put microchips into vaccines i don't know i don't know I think if you can solve that, like if you could solve getting microchips into vaccines, you could also solve the problem of fucking Nadine not doing her goddamn job. I don't know. (laughs) God damn Nadine. God damn it, Nadine. Nadine again. Oh, that's awesome. Fourth time this week. (laughs) I'm trying to think of where I got into conspiracy theories, but I think it's much along the same lines as you. Um, I've always had faith, never really religion, but... uh, you just start to see stuff that doesn't make sense. And I think that's like the fairy dust of youth wearing off where you want to believe in the best of everybody. You want to believe in the best of humanity. And then you just start seeing the grotesqueness of it all. And like, you just want that explanation of why are things so chaotic and messy? Why are people so awful to each other? And if you can create a villain somewhere, some government organization, some rich people that want, things to their own ends it just makes so much more sense and makes life so much easier than believing that humans are just naturally shitty to one another yeah i think just it's i also i think you're right that's a great like way to put it because people are just people at the end of the day like we all have to shit we all have to eat we all have to fart we all have to you know do all these things that everybody does like you know, have like majority of people are, are, are half children or families or obligations, but nobody's out there with a fucking cat stroking it, sitting on a 
on, a, <laughs> on an evil throne going, yes, it's all coming to plan. <laughs> like, that, that, no, that's, that doesn't happen. Well, and, and some of the stuff that is real, I think, just comes from that exact same place that you're talking about where it's not that this rich person's out to protect themselves and they're out to hurt somebody else. They're not thinking it about it in those ways. They don't think they're better than someone mm. else, but they see a way to make money. They don't consider the consequences and then they do it. Like I've always mm. had this picture in my head after working in a call center because a text message is just information being sent. It doesn't fucking cost anybody, but there was some guy in some office somewhere that went to his boss and said, Hey, if we charge people five cents a text because people like texting, <laughs> we can make a bunch of money. Now, that guy's not evil. His boss isn't evil. But, like, it was so fucking unnecessary and greedy. But neither one of those two people consider that. Like, And that's yeah, the, the yeah. global scale of any of these conspiracy theories. It's just someone's like, oh, yeah, we can make some money if we charge blah, blah, blah. Or, yeah. It's, yeah. it's um, you, we, we, I use this... Um, it's like a line right when, when I my, you know uh, you know when I'm talking to like my staff at work or whatever I was talking about like you know majority of decisions you make whether at work or in life are always incentive based decisions yeah. right even in your life like is this gonna be good for me majority of the time it's that type of decision making right so it's mm -hmm. natural for you to make to majority of the time make those decisions based on is it good for me or is it good for the company because i'm working for them they pay me i have to do good for them or you know is it good for my family it's hard to to have a decision that's why i think it takes a special person to be a really good leader like a really good leader in the world not at work but in the world, the world stage because then you really have to separate yourself from like is this good for me but is this good for everyone else do you get what i'm saying and i think when you think about how you know, actions have consequences, how those types of decisions may they lead to extraordinary consequences, like things that you'd be like 9-11, for instance. Uh, yeah. You know, uh, all these different conspiracy theories, like like whatever it is, like the government's out to get me because of this. No, they're just doing this because it's it's probably a lobby group <laughs> paying them money because <laughs> they're making money. A guy's sitting on a on a yacht somewhere. Like it's that's it's that simple. Sometimes we overcomplicate it and give people too much credit. The incentive based thing is so interesting too, because like I'm not in sales, but the how many times in my life have I accidentally compromised my morals? Like something that I would never have done if I was just out on the street walking and doing something. But like if I'm in a workplace and my boss asks me to do something. Even if I don't necessarily agree with it, it doesn't really go through the filter of, is this morally right? Should I be doing this right now? Yeah. I just, it's, you're in the workplace. You just do it. Um, do you have any conspiracy theories or the magic or anything? Like any topics that you want to hit early on while we're doing this that really stand out or speak to you that you really like? Well, I sent you a list. I, like, I honestly think there is a few that I think I, 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 I do like the government angle a lot. I think there's some, I wouldn't say merit to it. I think, like I said, it's all incentive based decisions that lead to something. Yeah. I think there's a lot there that I, I do enjoy talking about. But <clears throat> one that really I got into, <laughs> this is kind of weird. <laughs> and I sent it. I think it was number seven or something. I didn't even send it to you. 
um, is, it's government based, obviously, is why John F. Kennedy got assassinated. Okay. Who did it? Like, I remember watching this as a kid. I think that was one of the first real, like, conspiracy theories that really, like, excited me. I'm like, wow, this is so interesting. How many different times Um, have we seen that on Unsolved Mysteries? Your kid's never going to watch the Zapruder film. They're never going to watch it. Back into the left, man. Back into the left. It couldn't have been from the book depository. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's, like, nostalgia. I mean, obviously, that's such an easy one to talk about, but... It's so nostalgic for me because that's like the original, like why I got it before 9-11, for any of that shit. You know what I mean? Before yeah. even aliens, you know, it was always like the JFK or, you know, the Iran-Contras, why they got into, you know, how did they overthrow that government? It's like, it's, it, it's, it's, it's way more simpler than that. It's just some people got pissed and they overthrew the government. You know, that's the reality <laughs> of it. It's just, it's just fun to read those things. And, you know, anyways, I think that's, I mean, that, that would be one. I love talking about aliens. I think, um, I think deep down, I know there is another civilization out there somewhere. Yep. That's kind of like ours, maybe, maybe advanced, maybe not as advanced. <laughs> but I mean, that's a subject that I would love to do forever. aliens and break it down a bit. Like the cattle mutilation ones are, I think, is so crazy because we could put that, that with uh, yeah. the satanic panic stuff. Like, is it this evil cult of Satanists out there? Is it aliens? Um, I would love to get some first-hand stories that we could, like, read and go through of people's, like, actual encounters. Because I know there's a ton of that stuff out there. Um, alien encounters. One for me is chemtrails. I don't really know what it is, but I've just heard that my whole life. Like, the Alex Jones, like, yeah the government's flying these planes overhead and they're putting neurotoxins into the air to keep us all calm. Like that. That's a, by the way, that was a spot on impression. (laughs) (laughs) It's It's, so good. But that's like, that's one of the ones that I want to get into because it's exactly everything that we've been talking about right up into this point of like, you know how many people would have to be involved in the manufacturing, like the supply chain to even get it onto the plane and then having the people put it out the back of the plane and then nobody saying anything. I'm not saying it's impossible. I would love for us to like make up a way of like how they could do it, but it's, it's, it's wild. It is wild. You know, what's, you know, what's interesting about that in, in, in that kind of realm there was an article a few weeks ago talking about how um, the Montreal Accords back in the eighties, where they banned um, certain chemicals uh, from textile production and all that kind of stuff um, that were affecting the ozone layer. So all the world countries got together and said, Hey, the ozone layer is getting depleted. We got to do something. So it was banned pretty much across most countries around the world. In, in you know in, uh, it was only allowed in limited production yeah and um now the ozone layer is healing it's actually reversed it's wow. like depletion it's now healing all this kind of stuff so anyways it just shows you like that's kind of like opposite of what the chemtrail conspiracy like yeah yeah oh yeah really okay well, well they did this thing in 84 
And now look, like it's actually working. Like it's a, it's the exact opposite of what you're saying. They're trying to kill the world and control population. Yeah. yeah but that also may, like all trails, you think about it, that wouldn't that destroy the ozone as well? Like, you know what I mean? Like there's, it's so far-fetched at times, but it is fun to talk about. Yes. Um, ooh, another one <clears throat> that I think is going to be fun is the moon landing being faked. Because I've never really dived completely into it. But, like, that's something you would have seen on The Simpsons or The Unsolved Mysteries. Like, just growing up, we were inundated with that was one of the most famous ones. Uh, that one's a good one. because that was, that, And that's why I put that as, like, my number one. Because that one, to me, it also is nostalgic feeling. But that one, to me, is, like, <coughs> it was such a big, like, sometimes big events that happen yeah and like you plan for it to happen the world's planning for it. it's a big one is playing for it. it happens and i was like no fucking way they faked it no way <laughs> no. no you're like well they did spend 20 billion dollars trying to get up there <laughs> can you just cheer for them <laughs> no they were just lining so, their pro- pockets with it and then they got jj yeah, abrams exactly. to film it in hollywood <laughs> yeah and he kept spouting it for 30 years but i mean like, also it's hard. To, it's fun because you, when you read some of those, you know, theories, especially one with the moon landings, it's um, you're like, damn it, that kind of makes sense. <laughs> yeah. they, they had computers the size of houses, and they like to somehow make it up there, probably mostly mechanically. Like they had nothing like what's in my smartphone to do it. So like, yeah. it, it is intimidating. Yeah. But like at the same time, it's not like I know how my smartphone works either. So like maybe with magic, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, could have been. Yeah. Uh, magic is one I'd like. I think we should explore in another podcast. I think there's some. I think there's some element of magic. I believe it's mostly with your mind. Like there's some, like you can unlock some crazy shit. Like the mind's so powerful. Um, I know. I think that's some subject we can. Chaos magic is really, really interesting to me. Um, there's one guy that told some stories. We'll see if I can find some clips for if we decide to do a magic episode. But basically, you can kind of pick whatever magic is going to help you or whatever god that you want, and you just pick up and drop it as you want, and you can just do it. But it is it psychological that you're just you you've attuned yourself you're so confident in what you're doing that you're provoking these things into reality or are you fucking with just pantheons and different gods and setting them up by like are you, are you madman <laughs> um also Rasputin is such a cool weird story have you ever uh, dug into him at all <laughs> I've I, I dug a little bit. It's funny, you like. I think there's only one other person that, that I've ever talked to that knew about that. It's funny that you bring that up. Um, a little bit, but I'd love to explore it. I'd love to do some more research so we can really talk about it. Yeah, because um, basically all I know is they like stabbed him 27 times, shot him three times, yeah. threw him in the water, and they're not sure if he died. <laughs> it's some kind of giant of crazy. Man. It's crazy. Absolutely. Um, I, I think this one would be touchy, so I, I don't know if we actually want to get into it. But the 24-hour news cycle, I, I'm curious if we can find a way to address that in a way because I still believe in Canadian journalism. I'm not questioning their their ethics, but when you make news a business, 
I think that's pretty scary. And you can start creating narratives. And like that feeds into the whole conspiracy theory thing, too. Yeah. You know, that's such a good one. I, I don't mind touching on that because I, I look at it, again, from a mind of like, like I told you, from incentive-based thinking, right? Um, like it's in, like you're incentivized to create that narrative. So it's not really a conspiracy to me. It's just like, yeah, of course it happens. Yeah. It happens all over. You know what I mean? Like, like and you have nothing else to talk about. So you start hammering some story you never would have talked about before. Or you avoid a story because you still have to sell Chevy trucks in the next commercial. And if all of their brakes are failing, you're not going to do it that, that hour. That's exactly. Yeah. Um, what are another ones that I want to do? Uh, stuff like the elevator game. We could talk about that. Maybe we could uh, try it out if I come up to Ottawa. So I've never heard of that. Well, I've heard of it a little bit, but I never understood it. So I think you'd have to also explain it to me. But I'd love to do shit like that, by the way. <laughs> uh, uh, but I always, I always have my phone recording, by the way, too. Like, we're going to do something like that. We got to get a camera going all the time just to record. 100%. Let's try doing. to go to a different yeah. dimension. Um, yeah. And like, yeah, so like we've pretty much covered everything. I think the last thing that I really would like to get into is time travelers or people that claim that they're from the future because it's such a weird hoax to try to pull off. And like, and like people commit for years or months to try to say that like, oh no, I'm totally from the future and this is what's going to happen. Like uh, the man from... So, yeah, that one that you, I think the one that you sent John Titer. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, those guys. Uh, that's a new one on TikTok. This guy claims that he's from like five years in the future and the world's dead. Yeah, so I, I kind of watched a few of those. The um, there's there's obviously like an older one that I really like that we, we should probably touch on. Was, was the man with the with the cell phone in nineteen twelve or something? Yeah, that to me was like I think that was my introduction to like what that concept of time travel is because i'm like nah that's bullshit they start watching like man that fucking looks like a phone <laughs> are you like Who's he calling also are you like me like based on whatever you've seen last is kind of what you completely wholeheartedly believe like if i watch a video and it tells me the moon landing was real i'm like yeah absolutely it was the next video it's like it was totally fake i'm like hmm, of course it's fucking fake <laughs> god damn it <laughs> it's it's but in that doesn't that tell you like like i mean and that's why like you always gotta take everything great of salt it's just to me it's all fun right yeah. i would never put money on whether it's fake or real because fuck i don't know it's just i like to talk about it but it just tells you the state of the world like we, we're all like that like humanity's just like it's about impressions right like they, you know that impression you made in that video you watched but like you know what like it really took a hold of me and i believe it but if you keep going down that path, yeah, of course it's going to take over your life. That's why it's important as a, like, a, a, you know, as a, just a human being on earth is to always like look at both sides, right? It's all about that um, perception. There's a really good video of like, it's not on, I don't know if it was on TikTok or YouTube. It's probably one of those that only can watch or Facebook or whatever the fuck. There's this like image and they're showing a man running away from a car. And it looks like the guy from the car is looking at him. So from that angle, when you look at it, when you watch that video, 
that man's done something bad. He's running away or somebody's chasing him. There's another angle where they show the man in front of him holding a briefcase. And that man's holding a briefcase. So it looks like that man from that other angle is going to steal that man's briefcase. On another angle, they show that that man was holding the briefcase. There's a pile of bricks on a, you know, on a, on a, whatever floating platform and it's about to fall on him. So when you watch it from that angle, that guy was just turning the corner running and grabbing that guy and pushing him away from the bricks falling. So it all just shows you like in reality, how that works, right? Like it's all about angles and perceptions. Like, so, and you know, like if you saw nine 11 from that lens, then that's how it happened. Or if you saw the moon landing from a lens, what if you were from the other side? You know, but if you watch it on the other side, you're like, no, that's not how it happened. <laughs> I was there. You know what I mean? Like, I saw the whole event happen. So that's, it's kind of cool. It's just kind of cool. It just shows you a perception and how people view things. It, from that idea, like, it'd be interesting to see what they make of our history 200 years from now, just trying to parse all the different ideas and perceptions. And, like, when you see the dust settle, like, what does the history book say about this time? Because it has been chaotic. Oh, it's chaotic. The doomsday clock is one I'd like to talk about <clears throat> and how they oh, measure do that. Yeah. the doomsday. That's a really good one. That's a really good one. They're actually going to, I think on, I think tonight, tonight or sometime this week, they're going to adjust the doomsday clock. So the doomsday clock's like 10 to 12 or 5 to 12. Let's say it's midnight. Like, I guess that's when the world's collapsed and there's no reverse. There's no going back. Yeah. So it's very close to like, you know, a nuclear holocaust or whatever but but they were saying that these scientists who control the tuesday i don't know it? i haven't read into it too much are going to move the clock closer to midnight because of the issue in russia so interesting wow. to see how they calculate that um so before we leave the end of this episode let's decide what the next episode is going to be what what is the topic that you want to talk about i think you should take the lead on the first one Call your shot, and I'll look into it a bit, and then we can get together again next week sometime or the week after and uh, hammer out hammer out another episode. Uh, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I think. Uh, um, I mean, I love talking about, like I told you, like the moon, those nostalgic ones. I think those would be good ones to kind of just cut the ice and, and, and you know, yeah, get going on. The moon landing would be fun to talk about just because it's hilariously fun to talk about there's so much information out there we can watch a bunch of videos there's so much all right let's do the moon landing i think that'd be an easy one yeah easy first episode there you get into like buzz aldrin like starting to like he's like 76 (sighs) years old bunching the shit out of people in the street because they like walk up to him getting his face they're like the moon landing's (laughs) fake forgetting that like He's a fucking veteran. Like, he's trained, man. He, he just kicks the shit out of him, this old man. <laughs> I think he didn't, didn't he, or some, one of, one of the um, um, crew of, of, of that Apollo mission just got married. He's 93. Jesus. Good for him. Yeah. I know. I was like, she's 23. <laughs> yeah, she's, she looks a lot. She looks like she's in her 40s. Anyways. Um, all right, what do you want to kick off? What do you want to talk about today? You want to talk about just... Well, we're actually up to 47 minutes. Like, we've... Uh, Holy crap. This is actually a complete episode. Uh, I can edit it up okay, and put like the music it. in. 
really here's one that is one i want to just bring up to you i think i put it on this list um uh where is it talking about that oh mk ultra and mind control have you ever um i mean there's a bunch of different videos on it but have you ever got into like how mind control works and I did an episode on MK Ultra and it was mind blowing like the absolute abuse they put these people through like it was evil 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 in uh, Montreal this one psychiatrist got a bunch of money from the CIA and he kept these people high on LSD for months and like some woman came in for postpartum depression so he would put like a football helmet with speakers in it, lock it onto her head, and for hours a day uh, play a recording telling her everything that's wrong with her. How she's such a terrible mother, how she's ugly, how she's a bad person, while she's high on LSD for weeks at a time, day and night. Oh my God. Yeah, it really oh my God. And then they also like, they started whorehouses in. Uh, uh, Washington, I think, in California. In Virginia. Yeah, Virginia, yeah. Yeah. And then they would just put a camera behind a window and they would get these guys high on LSD and try to get them in compromising uh, uh, positions. They suspect that in France there was an outbreak of madness one day. Then they think that they went in into the water supply and dumped a bunch of LSD and just tripped everybody out for the day just to see what happened. <laughs> imagine that was just done as a like a mistake like you know what i mean imagine it was just like oh fuck i dumped the wrong the wrong chemical it's jug four you take jug three to the to the sewage everybody listen this is now a scientific experiment if they find out i just fucked up we're all in trouble dude where's the lsd well you told me to take jug three or, or barrel three and dump it no dude it's barrel four God damn it, Nadine. <laughs> God di- and that's how Nadine ended up in that goddamn office. Exactly. <laughs> uh, have you done much uh, research into it? Is there anything that like uh, jumps out for you for, for that one? <clears throat> so that one I liked. Uh, I like the um, that there's certain elements of that, you know, the, 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 I don't know if you want to call it experiment or whatever, that may still be used i think like like all you know throughout all these this may still be used to control um certain people in 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 higher positions maybe more subtly like i really got into the uh uh, you know the 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 u.s embassy in jamaica and all those like people going like either mad or getting like bleeding from their ears or you remember that like that no they found out oh man there was a huge thing about it like we're they were getting sick. All these like uh, U.S. Uh, ambassadors or expatriates, patriots, expatriates, whatever they are, mm-hmm. um, um, in Jamaica, but not. I don't think sure, not Jamaica. Sorry, Cuba. Yeah, sorry, I said Jamaica. Delete that. I don't want to sound stupid, but it's definitely in Cuba. <laughs> in Cuba, <laughs> there was one in Russia where a bunch of them got sick. Like um, they would hear these buzzing noises. And um, they would get sick, and they think it was this like type of mind control device that I don't know if it was the Russians or somebody was was like 
emitting or, or like ultra low frequency noise or something that kept messing with people's minds. Oh, that's cool. um, so I think there's some element, there's a connection there. Yeah, that you should yeah. read up on that one. That's a, um, that's pretty messed up. Yeah, it's it's interesting how like to the whole conversation. I know it's less of a conspiracy, but like, uh, do you use information gathered in unethical ways to keep moving science forward? Because like we were just talking about NASA, Operation Paperclip is fucking crazy. They took a bunch of the Nazi scientists and when they were uh, after the war and they would take their picture and they put it on a new file, like a new paperclip, like just here. Now you're this person now. And so all these guys that were working on V2 rockets, um, the, the terrible experiments inside concentration camps where they were freezing people, uh, they oh, yeah. used that to help uh, make the suits. So like they did all this horrific, horrific shit, and then yeah, they just worked for NASA and put people on the moon, like crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. I, I, what would you call it? Project what? Uh, Operation Paperclip. I have read something about that, but I, I never got into it. I gotta get into that. Yeah, Operation Paperclip. Interesting. That would be a good one to talk to cover. So I bet you there's some. Nasty stuff there for sure. <laughs> yeah. Well, once I dig into the the moon landing stuff a bit, we'll talk about we'll go back and forth before we do the episode on like how we're gonna do the format. Like we can each take like a a portion of it and then you know like present it to each other and have like the back and forth. Okay. But uh, okay. I think it's gonna be sweet. Yeah, let's do it. I think this is a good uh, good starter. Good work. Good, you know. I can't believe I did 45 minutes. We just hit 53. That's crazy. Goes by so fast. Oh, so much fun, man. I, I can't thank you enough for jumping on and doing this with me. No worries. I think we, yeah. So I'll, um, let's exchange some, uh, you could probably cut this part out, but let's exchange some emails this week and, or some text and talk about, talk about my wife's making me not just, so that's why I said cut that out. Um, she's giving me the uh, nacho singles. What? Nachos? I want nachos. <laughs> Brett, make me nachos. Please. Um, yeah, no, we could, like, we can put them in a, you know, like you said, the format, we can put them in, like, different categories. Maybe not categories, but, like, okay, this is the one that we're going to talk about this week, and here are, like, the some points to touch on. And we can, I don't know if we can put it up on screen. I was thinking we should, I don't know, do you record off teams at all? Like, do you have teams? Uh, I don't have teams, but I can get teams. Yeah, because we can, like, because I, I can put up on teams. You can share your, like, file, so you can have, like, our, like, we still see each other on one side, and the other side would have all our, like, notes, so that we can constantly, like, oh, that's compare. Awesome. Or, or, yeah, or we can talk about, like, this one, this one, this one. I tried to get, get into my Gmail. That's why I couldn't guess why I sent it to you on WhatsApp. I, I don't I haven't used Gmail in forever. <laughs> I still have the same email from like grade nine. I have a Hotmail account. <laughs> I've never I've never used anything else. But I know Gmail has Sheets. We used to use them at the job. Like you can share Google Sheets and stuff. Yeah, um, that'll be perfect. I'll try. To, I'll try to just create another one and then send you. Yeah, and I think the less scripted we are, and the more that we can just throw stuff at each other. I think we're both pretty quick. We can bounce off that. It'll come off the most natural. Yeah, I agree. Actually, yeah, that's not a bad call. 
And then um, um, if we have anybody listening that has any comments for this episode or anything they want us to look into for future episodes or even the moon landing episode that's coming up, uh, feel free to email us at beardedandboard at gmail.com. And since it's only 10 people and I know all of you, you can just message me directly. That's cool. Send me a messenger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll look into it. Uh, yeah, I'm excited. This is so awesome. Oh, all right. Well, that was the Midnight Owl. Do you want to give a hoot hoot? Yeah. So just say hoot hoot. What is that? Yeah. Yeah. Because you're the owl now, man. You're, you're oh, the I, owl I, of midnight. I, that yeah. dark and spectral um, avian thing. Ready? Okay, hoot hoot. That was beautiful. That was beautiful. I also can't yell. My kids are sleeping. Upstairs. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> I would have gave it a, a bigger one, though. <laughs> um, I am setting my office downstairs for these. It's going to be annoying. Hold on, I'm going to turn it off. Literally right behind me. It makes you look like an angel. No, I'm like glowing. <laughs> Let me see if this these will work. Can you hear me? Yeah, man. Hold on, let me just see if I can connect these speakers. Uh, sorry, first time. Hey, no, take your time. I am pumped that somebody else is interested in recording. Uh, 
Can you hear me now? Yeah, you come through really good. Okay, perfect. Uh, what if I turn this off? Can you still see me? Uh, nope, you can't. Oh, maybe you can. There we go. Uh, sets the mood. Intimate. <laughs> So, how was your uh, how was your night? Oh, that Friday night. Um, it was good. I'm glad that I left the house and tried something different. Um, when I met up with my buddy, we went down to like Vic's place, and then we crossed over to uh, the bistro, whatever it was called, and it was completely fucking empty. Uh, there was, oh, was I? I yeah. saw the pictures. Yeah. There's two girls in there, uh, maybe like around my age, maybe slightly older, kind of have a tough time telling, but uh, they were just drunk in like the woo girl phase of like, woo, we're gonna dance, you guys should dance. And it's just really not my speed, but uh, like one of my buddies was just fucking with me, so he would like order them drinks and send it to their table, so they'd keep coming up and be like, <laughs> want to dance i'm like, like i'm just uh, functionally incapable of this <laughs> but i did get up and i talked to them so like that's the first goal that's of, step one man yeah I, i'm doing that but uh i don't think i'll ever do a single mingle again but i will continue to try to leave the house and be around people that kind of stuff because no stories happens when you don't leave the house. Like things happen when you go out. Oh, for sure, hundred percent. You need to be out and about, man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, one of the guys with us, he'd never been to a strip club before, so we brought him in there. He was a bit younger, so his. He was just Aussie, like, Aussie did go end up going to the strip club after. Yeah, the ballet. I, that's becoming way too consistent with the fact that it's open. I got to be better than this. I was watching your food, the food theory one. I can't believe I haven't watched that one yet. That's the best. That guy's funny. Well, the guy that records that? I, I only stumbled upon that because I saw an Instagram <laughs> post from Joe Rogan last week. And he was like, fucking Lucky Charms is more, is healthier than a steak based on this new food pyramid. And like, he's losing his mind. And then, like, I got this one conspiracy theory guy at work. He's he's a real decent human being, but, like, he, he gets wrapped up in, like, what's happening, and he'll just, like, fire stuff at you. So I'm getting changed to go outside for a vape, and he's like, yeah, so enjoy your steak while you can before you have to have green points to buy one because the government's going to set it up that if you drive, like, a <laughs> internal combustion vehicle, you're not going to have enough... Uh, of a footprint allowed so that you can enjoy a steak or it'll cost you $400 and that's the way this world's going. I'm like, oh yeah, man. Yeah, that's soil and green. Like, definitely. This is... What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> that's such a deep... Um, that's so, like, such a... I don't know. I mean, the, the thing with conspiracies are, like, you... I, I'm very selective. Yeah. 
because like I enjoy some of them and some of them I'm like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> There's always a truth, like an element of truth to every conspiracy. That's, that's why they're, they're fun. Right. Um, but like people that believe like that, I mean, he, maybe he's right in like 500 years, but it's never be in our lifetime. That kind of shit. It's just stuff like that takes forever to, to come okay. to fruition. Well, yeah. And like the thing that messed with me though, is like, we start talking about that and like that's what got me looking into the food pyramid conspiracy because then another person i contacted contacted me actually from years and years ago just called up to check in how i was doing and then he starts talking about that kind of stuff like in the food pyramid and i'm like that's weird and then you start to watch the video that i sent you about the food pyramid conspiracy and it's like yeah of course it is entirely dictated based on what because it was made by the government all these different lobbies paid to have things altered and tinkered with to the point that i still have no idea what my nutrition should be like i just went on an all-liquid diet just to see if i can lose some weight how by the way how did that go how how is it going uh this is day one so i've had two shakes (laughs) yeah it's not bad not bad so far. Are you hungry though? Are you hungry a lot or not hungry, but just thinking about eating? That's always been my yeah, problem. Yeah, see, that's my problem. It's like I associate food with stress. <coughs> stress to me leads me to eat and overeat. Like I was never really overweight until like I don't know three years ago. Like having kids, just like yeah, you know, you're just like beat and you're just like I want to cook. I'll just order pizza and then it becomes a habit. Oh, fuck do I love pizza? Anyways, that's another conversation. Yeah. We can do a whole podcast on pizza, by the way. Oh, my God, yes. That's, that's definitely do one. I've been trying to start, like, the food podcast, and it starts and stops, but oh. I would definitely compare, like, Domino's to Pizza Pizza. What's the best low-rent pizza oh, yeah. out there? Um, You were saying that food you reminds you of, like, stress. For me, food and my family, anything. Anything good, bad, sad, happy is all associated with the meal. Something bad happens, people bring over food. Something good happens, you go out to eat. Like, it's just the basis of our entire fucking lives, and I'm, like, trying to, like, break the cycle. <laughs> Sounds like our family. Yeah, it is. But honestly, like, I think food for me, or, like, cooking, the act of making a meal, mm-hmm. brings me so much more joy than anything else in the world. Like, it's, I mean, obviously, I have my kids. I just fucking love making food. I made shawarma yesterday, mm. uh, but I made it from like scratch. I made it at home, and you know, turmeric, cumin, fucking all the spices, the lemon, the orange, the whatever, and the chicken, and sauteed it all. And they made the turmeric rice, the yellow rice, and I made fucking you know the cucumber salad and all this. Anyway, oh, that I was like, it was so good. I invited my, my parents came over, and my dad had it. He was like, this is amazing. So. That was, but you know, it's funny you said that because that was like, also food is like, how do you, how do you share, like you share that joy, just like you said, like, it's, it's a good thing. Like, you're like, come over, I'm making this like crazy thing and like, let's have fun and whatever. Yeah. Uh, probably way more than I should, but that's, uh, yeah, but that's a whole, that's a whole nother subject because like I watched that video you sent me. I only watched the first one. I didn't watch the second one. I got really into the first one. That's <laughs> <was> like... <laughs> I was like, should I watch the first two episodes? Because <laughs> I think that was episode four. I might go back and watch that guy again. I wish I had his name up uh, so we could shout him out. But uh, 
Yeah, just seeing how like dairy, you don't need dairy, but they pay enough money that they're in the food pyramid still. Like it's yeah. just I've struggled so much with my weight and trying to eat right to know that like even doing the research and following the food pyramid like you were always taught. I had to go to dietitians as kids. Like as a kid, they would like bring me in and they're like, "All right, you're fat. You need to learn how to eat right." Like you eat a piece of meat the size of a deck of cards and like all this stuff. I've been to been to this them three times over the years uh, since I was like maybe nine years old. And they've always told me the exact same thing. And it's never worked. <laughs> it doesn't. And there's guys that they're just like, I know of, um, you know, um, what's his name? I know we're off topic here, but it's that magician. Um, uh, Penn and Teller? No, Penn. Like the, the bigger guy. Yeah. Um, anyways, he went on an all potato diet. Wow. So there's this diet. We only eat potatoes. That's it. Three meals a day. Nothing else. Can I just potatoes? Them? Like, no, he's like boil potatoes, no oil, nothing. There can't be anything in there. You can boil them, the water's fine. Boil them. Uh, you can, you can like roast them. You can't saute, you can't, you can saute them, but no oil, like nothing. So bake them, whatever. So for three months, but no, he did it for 32 days or something, lost like a shit ton of weight, but he got super sick at the end of it. Oh. Cause it's like, it starves your body of everything. Apparently, it's the quickest way to lose weight. He said he lost like a shit ton of weight. But like at the end of it, he had to stop because he was getting so sick. Anyways, you should see him the then, the before and after pictures. He looks crazy. <laughs> so I Googled. <coughs> I tried it for like two days. <laughs> Although I could probably eat it. I could probably do it for a year because I fucking love potatoes. <laughs> yeah. Like, really? That's the best. <laughs> Man, I, I, I know exactly how I do 90% of them is I put it in a bowl, a little bit of water, microwave it. And then uh, yep. get them nice and soft, chop them up into pieces, throw them in the air fryer so they get nice and crispy. No oil, nothing. Yeah. And then like maybe a little bit of like that slap your mama spice that has zero calories on there. Oh, yeah. Damn. yeah that shit's good. Yeah. Um, salt and salt and pepper. Yeah. Anyways. All right. Take a little break here and then I'm going to give like a quick introduction and then we'll get into kind of the episode. Awesome. 